Hello and welcome to episode 604 of the GameCast. We are doing it without Jim tonight. Uh, he has Fuck some. You, Jim. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> he's got some personal things that he's doing, uh, no, working just, on. Just to see if he listens to the episode. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, th- that was the voice of Tony Korkanakis. Yo. Fuck you, Jim. Again. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> uh, we got Mike Cindy here. Fuck Netflix. Oh, wait. Wrong oh, one. What? You guys got to listen to the movie cast to get that. And of course, your host tonight, Corey Feinside. So, yeah, uh, this is the game cast, guys. We are doing it live on Twitch every Tuesday night. Uh, You can catch us usually around 8 o'clock. Sometimes it's a little bit later, but we do a movie cast. We do sometimes you get a bonus cast. This week. This week, we we did a Stranger Things. Yep, and we get a games cast, so you can check us out live. Um, you can always send us an email uh, to to you know with any questions or anything like that at allyoucangeek at gmail But definitely, if you uh, want more content, you know, hit like, subscribe, all those things. We'd love to hear from you guys. But uh, since it's a game cast, let's get into what we've been playing. Uh, Mike, what have you been playing this week? Nothing really new. I've been playing some more MLB The Show mostly. Um, and then on Game Pass, actually, I, I decided on a whim to... I saw a tennis game. It's like Match Point Championship. It's really cheap, and it's... Mm-hmm. I played it a little bit. It, it's, it's, there's not much to it, and it's one of the most cheesable games I've seen. Like, I'm a low-level guy in it, and I can, like, do, like, four straight aces all the time. Like, serving is broken in the game. It's very easy to just... Mm roll through everyone doing that but it was a fun for a little bit but uh i think virtual tennis on the game pass <laughs> yeah no and that's why that's why it's there i guess but virtual tennis on the dreamcast right now probably has better gameplay hmm. definitely has music and better uh you know production in a way so whatever um that's it though just some sports games right now i haven't really been I, I've sort of like tested myself to see if I really felt like I was ready to jump back into Elden Ring, but no, it, it wasn't there. <laughs> oh. I, I, I thought yeah. about it. I'm like, uh, no, I don't, not, not yet. No, that's all right. That's how I felt with Sekiro. I think I took like a eight month break from Sekiro after a certain mm. walk. I was like, ah, oh, I need a break and stuff like that. I need to uh, regain composure and stuff like literally and figuratively. But I am starting to think about it again because there's not a whole. I can't play the close. I mean, you are close to the end, right? So, well, I mean, you're I definitely guess. at the like three quarters point. Unless you, you could probably rush to the last boss area if you really want to. Unless you want to explore, you know, the optional areas and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not really sure. That, that's part of the, my problem. I'm like, yeah. what do I really want to do here? <laughs> this yeah. is what was the big question when I'm playing that game. But yeah. whatever. Uh, well, what about you, Tony? What have you been playing? Uh, for me, same thing, kind of juggling um, two MMOs, which I swore I never would do, but uh, they're very drastic different. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV still. Nothing particularly major going on, just um, <clears throat> the data center travel system came out with Final Fantasy XIV's latest patch. Um, so previously, if you were on one data center, you only had access to, uh, I'll say six or eight servers or whatever it is. And you could transfer and play with those people from that same data center and stuff like that. Uh, but if you're on a different data center, you just shit out of luck after all these years. But after all these years, 
they finally open up data center travel, which now means you can visit anything in the same uh, logical. So all the North American players can play with any of the North American players because there's 3D seasons and stuff like that. And same thing with Europe and stuff like that. So I've been spending a lot of time uh, playing with uh, people from different data centers, friends that are on there, stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, Lost Ark. Um, last week I managed to do the uh, current hardest raid on the hardest difficulty and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool and exhilarating. I think I mentioned how like there's a the boss has like a, a Q time a quick time yeah. event where you have to like type using your keyboard yeah. like, specific letters and stuff like that. And it gets even harder and harder and just like it's just like shit. You have like one second to do like a six key input, and if you mess up, you have to start over again. So it's like kind of stressful and stuff like that. But um, that was fun. Is that is team comp important on that and the raids? I wouldn't say composition at all. Uh, every raid is pretty much pick three, uh, six DPS and two supports, one healer for each team. Oh, that's okay. it. So you can have three of the same class as long as they're all good players. Like, honestly, it's 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 more down to like your skill cool. as a player than okay, and, cool. than just you know stuff like that. Uh, but that's it. Um, I'm really just salivating at the mouth for Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Yeah, uh, so I'm not starting, any, not starting anything else new. Uh, I've been tempted. My cousin messaged me. And, Offered to give me, um, what was it, uh, The Last Tales of Game, whatever it's called, I forget, off the top of my head. Rise, Rise or something? Yeah, yeah Rise. Yeah. I was like, I'll take it, but I'm not playing it for a while, because Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. is two weeks, and there's no way I'm starting another RPG right before it. Like, yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. Idea, so, like, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Although, um, uh, I didn't start anything new, but I am very tempted by this game that is storming social media. Uh, and it is available on Game Pass, uh, Mike um, and Jim, when he listens to it. But um, there is a simulator game called Power Wash Simulator. I did see that in the game. And everybody has been talking about it. And I watched some streams the other day. And it honestly looks just like a weird, relaxing, fun game. Um, and it's to the point where I'm like, you know what? I might just buy this like on Steam. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have a PC and stuff like that. So I'm just like, I might just buy this. Uh, watch some streamer play for like an hour the other day. I was like... You know what? I could probably jam with this for a little bit because you know it's a budget title or anything. Like that. But but for free, uh, especially on Game Pass, I would definitely um, urge check people it out. to try it. Out. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything other than bandwidth. So so check it out. Especially what are you power washing? Like your deck, your house, your car? anything, anything and everything. <laughs> like, I think I saw them like do like a lawnmower or like even a van. The one, oh, the one geez. level and stuff like that. So it was just. So this I'm stuff not... like actually like really dirty, and then you're like yeah, cleaning it. It's dirty like, as shit, dude. And then you clean shit. it. It's so satisfying. You're like, like, there, you're like find out. Like, want... Where's the dirt? I wonder if there are gonna be things in there eventually where it's like, there's no way you should actually like power wash this in real life. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll be like the, the inside of like a child's room or something, yeah. like <laughs> like food. Who knows? Like, it might be very mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. I just watched somebody stream it for like an hour, and I was like, you know what? I might pick this up, you know, and stuff like that. So. Nice. We'll see about that. But I just wanted to shout that out because I was like really just it's funny. So I was like, what the hell? Like power wash? Because like, you know, that's the, the meme. It's like, I think it started with, I don't know, farmer simulator or whatever like that. And just kept, it's like anything simulator. It's like, yep. oh, oh my God. Okay. Power wash. So check it out. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's for me. Um, I've been trying to get into more Xenoblade, but this week, because I told you guys I got the uh, Nickelodeon game. My boys have been oh, like, all, all hogging the Switch. So, yeah, they've been playing. I got it right here. <laughs> they've nice. been playing this. Like, every chance they get, they want to try to play that. And so, uh, yeah, we play it. It's, it's fun. Like, it's just, you know, a little brawler. But uh, yeah, there, there's not much to it. It's very thin on features. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not so. much to it. 
but you gotta uh, they, actually, they it, so. you gotta get into the sports mode to get a little little bit extra there yeah i saw they had like like the game different like gamifying it in a little bit with like objectives and stuff they do well actually you have a more feature rich version now other than just the um the voices they now have items items weren't Mm. in the game at launch at all oh i didn't yeah we've just been playing the, the basic battle mode for the most part but yeah yeah i probably should not have let them see it yet <laughs> but uh it is what it is and so yeah we've been doing that and so every time I try to use switch uh that's what we've been doing but yeah that's pretty much it for me um yeah let's get into some of the gaming news this week guys so uh it is official the you know, we had like right after Microsoft bought Activision, we basically heard that Sony was buying Bungie, and it is now officially official. Sony is the most official the... of officialness. You can officially... uh, it is locked in, and uh, yeah, Sony now owns Bungie, and I'm sure they are going to be doing uh, as many you know live service type games as they can. That's probably where that's that going. Absolutely, absolutely what Sony acquired them for. I think I even mentioned it a long time ago that mm-hmm. that was the next direction for PlayStation as a franchise because everybody saw yeah. that Fortnite money and they yep. want that. They want a piece of that because honestly, and, and we've talked about it, you know, tying it mm. all in on other podcasts, the increasing cost of AAA development and stuff like that. And again, there's only, you're only selling so many millions of copies of a AAA game. Mm-hmm. From Last of Us to God Award or whatever, like like you're mm-hmm. gonna reach probably like the 10 million. If you're Spider-Man, 15 million, whatever they're up to. But even then, like, at a certain point, you drop the price to to continue selling it and stuff like that. So there's a range, and you cannot you know go over budget because if you can only count on you know X many at full price and you know Y many at half, you do the math, you do the number crunching as if you're a nerd. And that's why you have a finance department, and they they forecast like, hey, here, here's how much this is going to cost. Yeah, and it's all front loaded, so it's like, if you don't get those sales in the first couple of weeks, you probably won't get them. <laughs> yep, you know, we saw it with uh, something like Days Gone. You know, that was that was a triple A budget. You know, triple A first party. Uh, you know, uh, title and stuff, like that. and it just you know killed the studio pretty much. Well, I don't know if it officially killed the studio, but it did not do well for the studio. Yes. Where uh, I think they're looking for a next pro. I forget, but um. Uh, with with Bungie, uh, that's definitely where they're going. And I would say Bungie is probably the best company to acquire. Realistic, if, if you could acquire Epic, yeah. if you could acquire Epic, that would be the best company. But you Which, can't acquire yeah, Epic. No, uh, so not at this point. Company. Right, uh, not at this point. And uh, Bungie's honestly be- the next best thing. Uh, I feel like almost every other publisher has tried the you know live service games as service model. Uh, looks to the Destiny model now, and none of them are doing it correctly. Other than yeah. what Apex Legends, um, you know. Stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's the thing is, uh, if if you, Mm -hmm. you know, Bungie's like as far as games go and like what they've done with Destiny, it's pretty impressive because it's this game twice now they released it and it was terrible. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) like barren. There's like, like no features. Everything that you expected to be there wasn't there. And they did this twice and they have to come out of it. Uh, looking better every time, and like it is the best it's ever been at this point. Um, it also, obviously, my hope is that Sony does not, you know, take too much away from what they're doing there because this game is still thriving. And once they added, you know, cross-platform, it just blew up even more. And it's yep. like these are these these titles you need. And it's so funny because like it does. It's not just in gaming that we've seen. It's like every 
area of marketing and um, sales, you know, like Microsoft Office uh, is a is a is now you used to buy the the copy of that you had the copy and then you you, you bought a new one you know later on and you and you had it now it's like you're you're paying a subscription every month to Microsoft to you use their you know their word processing you know same thing you know with like um in in the food industry you're seeing you can get subscription food like every month that uh, me my food and it's just like everywhere you go and you want to have that constant steady income each month and yeah. uh it just yeah yeah and especially so with I, you know uh live games and service you, you still have the upfront cost of the triple a development mm-hmm. but you're only building assets for it for the next five or ten years you know so it's like uh you know you could invest in a risky new ip and risk you know again i like days gone i'm not sure why i'm picking on that title sorry uh, anybody who are fans of days gone but uh, you can take a risk on that and lose money, or you can invest it in a live service game where even if it stumbles out the gate, even if it stumbles out the gate, as long as it's not a complete and utter failure of a product, it can succeed. And we can point, you know, obviously Destiny is this quarter is talking about. We can point to um, what is it? Uh, um, no Man's Sky. Oh uh, yeah, you know that. Yeah, I mean that's been in yeah. free updates for years now, and they just announced something. I think a next gen version or next gen. Update yeah, like that. So and that a means, VR for PlayStation yeah, VR two or whatever. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, as, again, as long as you're not a, a failure of a product, absolutely, just cannot fire on the cylinders you need to fire. It's very likely you'll make money for your company and something. So it makes well, sense. It is funny though because there are a lot of those that have failed, and I think oh, uh, cool. you know, Destiny is your gut reaction when you hear is like, oh, Destiny fucked up. It's like, no, this is the gold standard for, you know, games as a service in the AAA space, for sure. Um, and we had, and we know what happened with Anthem, and then we have Marvel's Avengers, and in, in some ways, Halo Infinite, even though that was a, yeah. a free well, yeah, play I mean, game. Yeah, you look at Halo, I mean, I mean, all the, like, uh, Anthem, uh, it just, it didn't, it didn't have the content. It didn't have the content yeah. to be a games as a service. Same thing we're seeing yep. with Halo Infinite, it just does not have the content to, to deliver on that games as a service front, um, Marvel Avengers, I, I, I think probably more of the same. I didn't play it, so I don't, I don't really know. But it feels like they only had what four characters in two years or something like that. So it just feels. And uh, most of their um, characters were were, were, take, like, were, were yeah. takes on the characters that they had already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like imagine if like you know, like I'll just cite Smash Brothers. Like, hey guys, like our next DLC character is you know like Ganondorf, and it's like. Your oh, Captain Falcon. It's like, I think Mighty Thor is coming He's next. next. Yeah, Mighty Thor is <laughs> Which is pretty funny to me. Exactly. But. Exactly. It's, just, it's like you have broke ass Hawkeye, you have broke ass Thor, you have, um, who was the other one? Uh, Black Panther, I think, was uh, original. And, and then, like, the one unique, you know, Spider Man is like, uh, exclusive. You know, the one <laughs> that people want to play the most, you make it a fucking exclusive. Like, just. And apparently he plays like shit. I haven't played the PlayStation version, but. Yeah, people so, weren't weren't impressed, but whatever. They, they are still trying at least, but they're not. You know, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. We've yeah. we've seen Bungie be owned by one of these big studios before. They were owned by Microsoft, uh, so I we'll just, see I how just, this goes I wanna, <laughs> this time I, around. My wish is just Bungie just shuts the fuck up because yeah. I don't want to hear another two or three years about them complaining about being owned by Sony and stuff like that. Because yep. it's like, bro, you are so fucking dramatic. Pick one. Pick one. No, no that's, well, that's what we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but this one, Mike, is this next one is for you. And uh, and Tony, obviously. It tied um, in directly to what we were talking about. Yeah. And talk about like lack of content. Well, we're getting more content 
uh, because there's a free update to Mario Strikers. Yeah. Uh, so um, what's, what does this update include? Do you guys? So I actually did look at this. Um, obviously, <laughs> the turnaround time indicates that this was all part of the plan. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, while one on one hand it's good that there's more content, on the other hand, some of the you know fundamental philosophies behind the game aren't going to get updated very soon that you maybe want like the actual so there's a new um for example there's a new arena which is great but the philosophy that i wish was updated was there's nothing other than how it looks oh. that matters with a arena yeah, yeah. i they agree they don't... yeah i agree with you let's let's really quick just just say okay, it we'll go through so a new today. update is uh um what's her name uh Princess Daisy, Daisy as a character, which was a huge thing. Actually, I was surprised the backlash on on social media and stuff like that. Uh, people too. people get weird about that character, and there's some some weird da Daisy fans. <laughs> so I think that yeah. that was most of them. Uh, and then Shy Guy as a second playable new entry character, mm -hmm. uh, and then I think a desert arena or something like that. Yep. So th there we go. That, so that's the first free update coming, I believe, at the end and of the month. Or there's like also um, new gear. Night, oh, oh, night, right, new gear. Night, night gear. gear yeah. K N G H T. Yeah, uh, but yeah, go on. I, and I agree with you, Mike. I think like it, it's it's weird and it's strange because I think the core gameplay experience. I've, I've said it before. Yeah, it's really fantastic. It's fun. It, it's fun. It's very fun. But it just it's missing something. And I think it's just the variety in mm -hmm. um, how you change up the gameplay. Because if you look at other multiplayer games like Mario Kart or Mario um, uh, or Smash Elf. Brothers, you know. <laughs> Stuff like that. There are things you change up. You know, the characters meaningfully play differently. You have a lot, a variety of courses which are all drastically different. But like to me, unless I'm wrong, unless there's a specific mode I just didn't dive into, like the arenas don't change anything. It's just cosmetics, right? Like, yeah, you you hardly notice when you're playing. Um, yeah, and it just and seems like it's low hand. I recall in the older games there were specific, <clears throat> like you know, hazards for specific right. areas. Um. Some, I mean, I, I remember being annoyed at the time, but yeah. at this point, I was like, well, I, w I would like something to think about with this new arena. Um, the other issue is, now, I don't know about this night gear, but the whole gear system, they made it real fair, where if you increase something, you lose something somewhere else. But that kind of means, like, the characters already have, by default, certain strengths and weaknesses, so it's almost like... What's the point of the gear then? <laughs> I do wonder if maybe the night gear would be a little OP, hopefully. So you have a reason to use it other than... Yeah. And then you would, then you would also want to see like maybe different colors for them, like some transmog things with the gear. Stuff like that I would like to see going forward, but... Well, I mean, this, this is, a, is a free update. so I mean, It's a free it's, upgrade, and so... update, and it's the first step, but I'm just worried yeah. that... Since it mm. is only a couple months, or maybe mm. not even after release, this was all part of the plan. So it's not like they've mm. like gotten feedback or, or changing like things. No, this was, how this was in they place were. This was this was all done a long yeah. time ago. So yeah, I, I'm just a little concerned, not concerned, but maybe wanting a little bit more. more but you know, mm. more more of a again like the sort of philosophy behind the content yeah. is not going to change anytime soon. So. We'll see, but more characters was definitely needed. Uh, Absolutely, I think that was the most. That was the biggest thing. You just look at it's like I think it was only what ten characters or something. There like that. was only ten. That you need eight on the field, so it's like yeah. Almost every game you're seeing 
80% of the characters pretty much, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Unless everybody's picking the same character, which is like, again, goes back to a lack of, you know, variety and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you know, again, I, I shouldn't compare it to Smash because it's like the biggest anything, you know, fighting game or whatever. It has like 70-something characters. Like the likelihood you're ever going to see like a same four-player match with all the same characters is very unlikely, let alone the same stage and, you know, whatnot. So it just gets, mm-hmm. you know, it makes each match feel more unique and stuff like that. Where like this game, it's like, mm-hmm. unless... Somebody really fucks up, like you know, stuff like that. No, but um, yeah, I would like to see the arenas be more unique in gameplay wise. That's that's why you would pick them, pick different ones. Because they're not real. It's not like, oh, we're gonna build (laughs) like you know, city field, right? And I feel like it adds to the strategy then, because like, let's, I don't, I'm not a professional game designer or anything like that, but like, I could look at something and be like, well, this is how I would do it, and like. Pick, you pick your team obviously and then you pick your half of the arena because it's it's each player chooses or each team chooses their arena and you form together yeah. one arena so like if i was say like playing like uh fast characters maybe i want something that will punish people that you know prey on fast characters like i don't know like a slowing field or something like that or my characters aren't as affected or vice versa where it's like maybe i'm playing the heavy characters that are slower so i'm gonna pick you know something that um speeds them up or, or something you know just something to add to the the, the thought process the two, right the strategy it's, uh, whereas um, it's cosmetics and it's weird it just feels weird like why you know yeah and to me i compare it to the old strikers games and um it's funny because in a way they got rid of sort of the the minion type side characters in this and yep. so every character is their own thing but somehow that added to the variety because there were like two or three at least different types of minion characters they all had they could not do hyper strikes but they all had their own sort of fully charged action mm-hmm. the hammer brothers had a real cheap one where you would actually throw hammers and take out anyone in front of you including the goalie um oh, but wow. so so there was a there was a lot more it felt like going on and then the captains the main characters that make up pretty much this whole roster um they were more special. You didn't see them all the time either. So they had their own unique, you know, hyper strikes and, you know, animations too. So it, somehow it does feel a little bit like a step back from the Wii and GameCube days uh, yeah. still, but hopefully as the up- updates come and most of them are free, we'll, we'll get there. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I'm not concerned in the long, long term. It, it just kind of is unfortunate because, you get a brand new game and you you want to play that, right? You know, stuff like that. But I feel exactly. myself lately, especially my friends in the Eastern area, like we just go back to Mario Golf because it's at the, this point, to our knowledge, unless Nintendo announced a surprise DLC, it's feature complete, is it's course complete, it's character complete, it's got a wide variety, and it's fun. Whereas, like I like feel like I said, we played like an hour of Strikers, we're like, okay, well, these matches are kind of feeling samey and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, okay, whatever. Uh, my hope, and the one thing I did notice, Mike, and I'm not sure, again, I haven't played the game too much, uh, and definitely less than you, uh, is I think they featured in the Daisy part of the trailer that she is immune to, like, knockdown or something like that. It was really quick in the trailer. I don't watch it. No, um, she, um, I think, because, again, each character, and this is, you know, can be affected by gear as well, uh, they have their own strengths and weaknesses. So if your strength is higher... Uh, lower strength characters need to do one of those charge yeah. strikes to tackle you. Otherwise, they'll just bounce off you like that. Oh, so see, I thought she was... has she so supposedly like she has a different combination that we haven't had of certain skill and strength um, that uh, you know they haven't okay. done with any of the other characters. So hmm. yeah, it, again, again, it's, it's 
the the balance between and what was interesting is with shy guy he's like they said an all-arounder who depends on the gear to sort of excel at something which is i guess interesting because again you do you you add something and you take away something with the gear so there's not a whole lot of incentive unless you really want to min max your character which kind of uh, if you you have to build your team the right way but i don't know if it makes sense yeah and the other thing is i I haven't really explored gear at all because like i just want the pure experience for now just to like learn the gameplay and stuff like that but like i feel Mm -hmm. like gear and maybe it does maybe i just haven't i I just don't know but i feel like gear just should be more than just like a stat thing stat i just think like it should be like like example like night armor like maybe you can't be knocked down like you'd be pushed but you can't be knocked down or something like that or other gear that gives you different unique bonuses like a, a faster dash or a longer lasting dash or something like that. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, that, would be a, that would be like, you know, different tier of gear, maybe, which maybe they'll bring out eventually. That would be, that would make things definitely a little more interesting with, you know, a well, sort of thing, trait, it's exciting, a trait it tied to it. Yeah. That they are supporting the game and that the, you know, things yep. will continue to go. So that's good. Uh, just keeping things moving along here, staying with Nintendo, um, you know, because Nintendo's we all announcing new stuff because they didn't have the their first party direct last month. So yeah, yeah, and we saw. I mean, we all Tony's and myself obviously excited for Xenoblade Three, but we also have another three coming to Switch, Bayonetta Three. And what do you have to say about that here, Tony? Fuck you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> you know, like l- l- as soon as, l- as we joke. mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because like Jim has the, been the, the hater and the doubter saying, oh, there's no way Bayonetta 3 comes out this year. Every other game's gotten mm-hmm. delayed. I'm like, I don't know, man. Bayonetta 3 has been worked on for like five years now at least uh, or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's been dated uh, end, end of October, uh, which I believe is when um, Bayonetta 2 came out, which is perfect. I mean, it's got witchy horror, you know, mm-hmm. monster theme. So it's perfect timing for that uh, open release date window um, for the thing and just overall good timing. Uh, super excited! They showed off a new trailer, which uh, delved a little bit more to like story and gameplay elements. They showed off a brand new character that looks like um, basically a female version of Virgil from Devil May Cry. Uh, yeah, I thought it was spike. like uh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People uh, on Twitter were like, "Oh, like um, like three years on HRT for Virgil or something like that," I'm, like showing that, and not oh, making like that, but like just. Just the character design similarity and even mm-hmm. the color because she's blue-ish and stuff like that. So like it's kind of like a maybe an homage because uh Kamiya worked on uh Devil May Cry back in the day right. and stuff like that. Uh so that's really cool. Um the uh thing about that is they're releasing a super premium edition or whatever like that. Again, collector's thing. Um so that's live at a couple places right now. And what I think is cool as a collector and somebody that prefers, you know, having a physical collection for most of my stuff. Uh, they are re-releasing Bayonetta One on a uh, physical cartridge. Uh, nice. So, so uh, yeah. the collector's edition comes with like um, box art mm. for all three games in Switch cases, so you can create like a panorama or something like that. Oh, nice! So I thought it was cool. Cool. Yeah, the thing with that um, that that's funny. It was like we mentioned, we talked about it, and then immediately <laughs> after, immediately the next day, like, yeah. literally the next always day, happens, it, was, man. it always happens. Uh, yep. So. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Um, and, you know, like the thing is, I know we talked about, like, Sony and Microsoft release schedule being a little bit light this year, um, yep. barring uh, God of War delay now for Sony. Uh, but Microsoft has, you know, pretty much nothing. But Nintendo is really solid for the rest. Of- I mean, we got Xenoblade Chronicles 3, we have Splatoon 3, um, Bayonetta 3, uh, and um, Pokemon Scarlet Violet. And 
I'm assuming one more surprise game that we'll probably hear about closer to fall or something like that, something for December maybe. Um, and that's with the delay of Advance Wars One and Two, which I was actually looking yeah. forward to. I was I really yeah. wanted. To, obviously, I, I understand one the game delay. I pre-ordered. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I understand the delay with obviously the Ukrainian war conflict going on and stuff like that. Um, but you know, seems like a solid rest of the year for the Switch thing. And again, don't want to talk too much about it. Well, actually, I do want to talk about it because maybe the more I talk about it, the more likelihood that gets Bring announced it, officially yep. the next day. Because Into that's reality. Um, more, how about rumors of a uh, uh, new Switch model? Uh, or, uh, yeah, I mean, this, like these that, microchips so. are becoming a little more available, a little bit easier. Yep. Also, uh, uh, in addition to that, though, it is funny because somebody recently, an online leak or something, before the Bayonetta 3 release date and trailer came out by the official Nintendo Twitter account, somebody just was flat out on their account and said, Bayonetta 3, this date. That's it. That's all they said. Like, nothing else, just this date. And then a day or two later, it wound up being true. So it's the same person saying that. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, I might we'll have see. an inside track to some, some information. Cool. All right, guys, let's uh, finish off uh, the news here with one more tidbit. Uh, Mike, for you again here, we got <laughs> some info, like a sneaky little screen grab here of uh, Yakuza 8. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um, get to see the, the images? I did. Uh, nothing groundbreaking, <laughs> but that's kind of how the, you know, the iteration in this franchise goes. <laughs> um, but... I mean, Jim too. Jim liked uh, Jim liked Seven mm-hmm. Like a Dragon, uh, the turn-based one. I liked it less, but I still like it. Still like Yakuza. Um, so uh, I mean, we see these characters. Obviously, the returning main are pretty much the three main characters out of like the four that you like your core. Um, pretty early on in the storyline. Um, so yeah, I mean, the turnaround from the studio is very quick. All the time they. They pump games out at a somewhat alarming rate, although they do you are like the masters of reusing assets for sure. Um, so I did expect this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd expect this game to be you know well underway and by now. So yeah, it's good to see. Um, and I'll get Jibon it. Got a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh... new 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 location. It sounds like. Yeah, new location will be again. That they, they don't always do that, so we'll see. That should be interesting. They reused actually um, the location in Like a Dragon. The new location in that was the secondary location in uh, Lost Judgment. Funnily enough, so nice. yeah, which is which plays totally differently because that's an action game. But it's funny because you can do that there. Same thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I always probably be looking forward to that but you know can't expect yeah. huge differences in the gameplay when they come out with the next one but it's fine we shall see but i'm looking forward to it okay, are there any other details in there tony that you saw well let's see i'm looking at the article right now <clears throat> not a uh, lot there's not a lot of information there but there's not but there's, there's good tidbits and you know it's a light gaming news uh period <clears throat> If you're not Nintendo. So let's see. Um, from the article, uh, Ryuga uh, Gotoku 8, which is Yakuza over in Japanese, was announced uh-huh. uh, last year in October. And together with the new studio, uh, details were not released. However, this new video uh, shows off some works. Uh, they made a direct offer to uh, Mikuru Asakuro, who I believe is a Japanese um, 
YouTuber or something like that. Uh, so oh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's what, an MMA guy and a YouTuber? Yeah, 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 yeah MMA guy, yeah, yeah. So apparently he will be um, featured at some in some capacity in uh, yeah. age, which I think is cool. They've done that before. I, I obviously didn't recognize this guy because it's just someone known in Japan. Although he was like of French or something descent, the guy. Mm -hmm. But in, in an older game, there was a, a real person who... You know, join the fighting arena in in there. It's it's very funny when that happens, but you know, do it again. Another guy. Yep. Uh, and then uh, additionally, in the conversation between um, the president uh, and uh, I believe the director, uh, the development of a title different from Yakuza Eight is underway at the, the Yakuza Studios. So uh, could be, I guess, Judgment Three or yeah. another spinoff. Uh, my guess, my guess is again. I, I stick to this because I know, um, Mike, you're a little bit more bummed out about the RPG aspect of the last one. But I do believe that we see another series that is more traditional Yakuza, like action combat thing. Um, and I, well, yeah, I, I do wonder if it, they if it's going to be Judgment or if that whole you know actors representation yeah, actor thing, yeah. thing throws a wrench into that, or maybe they might even sort of not re maybe change the character i don't know yeah, i don't know if they would the characters they could probably do another spin-off from some other character I'm, I'm sure i i think it would be hilarious if they had uh kiryu step in for uh tack in a judgment series <laughs> just have, have him, him like just have him come yeah. and take over the detective agency and because uh, <laughs> that would be very that, guy that that would be pretty funny Mm -hmm. So, but uh, I don't know well, if they would do that, but we'll see what happens. Well, maybe this is a sign of more to come soon, and hopefully we do get that. But uh, yeah, and that that should do it for the news, guys, and do it for our podcast tonight. So, again, like I said in the beginning, you can hit us up at all you can get gmail.com. We are live on Twitch Tuesday nights, usually around eight o'clock Eastern, and um, you know, like us on Facebook. What YouTube subscribe hit those those smash those smash buttons whatever those like buttons smash just that. click on everything it does help uh, not the dislike button the like button yeah exactly although maybe even the dislike button would work but uh, yeah that'll do it guys so we'll see you next week.